They went to the first break. That boy was already alone, boy. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Never has Kyle Peterson's quote been more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, out of context, that's a no clue what you're talking about. No you have idea. To go back to last week and the right. episode in your Home Alone commentary for uh, the insight and the context. The only person that would maybe, uh, probably, Macaulay Culkin would, would, I mean, it'd have to be someone intimately involved with Home Alone and understand what it would be like on TV to even be able to have a prayer at guessing what the heck I was talking about. But KP came through for us there. Shouts out to KP, by the way. KP, certainly uh, great. We're not going to be talking college baseball today. Do I sound okay? Is it echoey? Is it good? Is it I think fine? you sound it- fine. For people that don't know, you're in, you're in Orlando. We are Zooming right now. You, underrated, technologically savvy individual, you have figured out how to... Uh, we got like, do we have drops and stuff? Like, what all do we have at our display? Usually, when we zoom on the road, we are like as bare bone. It's like a peanut butter sandwich with a banana kind of a meal. You know, you, you're not getting much more than that. There's no question. Um, I, I didn't bring the hard drive, so there aren't a ton of drops. There might be some of the system. So this is going to be kind of nuts and bolts, bare okay. bones. Okay, right. That's type fine. Of thing here. I'm at, I'm at a hotel in Orlando. We got the Under Armour All American game. I've done the screen sharing on the Zoom, so right. you can actually see how the sausage is made. Can you see I'm the scared. Adobe Audition? Can see, you see this? I can, and that's what's scary about this. Again, we've told people a million times the way this works, and by this I mean Chick and Nick. I don't know what the heck you do, and I just scream at whatever it is that you do. I'm looking at a multi-track, different colors of audio, and frankly, I'm terrified. I don't know. This is it's a lot. What I mean, what is this? What is what am I looking at? Sure. Oh, well, we got the multi-track session here, so uh, I've got. Uh, you know, your two clips that opened, yep, I've got the open, you know, the music that opened right. the show, right. you know, that's there. And then, and then I've got the, the way that the show ends. Oh, okay. So that's the ending. That's the end- Which is very, you know, you've got, you've got a, a cut here that usually, go, like this was last week, I believe. This is how last week's show ended. The word, spread the word so everybody knows, okay? Tyler, you happy this pod's around? I'm not happy about that. <laughs> okay. And then you have all these little things are the yes. Yep. See it? Yeah. Yeah, that's Bishop there. So that's how the show ends. Okay. So it's very underrated. Okay. Very okay. important. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna focus on you. You are the smaller of my two zoom windows right now. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay focused. I'm gonna block out the noise and I'm just gonna look at you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Totally good. Totally, what do you, what uh, do you want totally to talk fun. about? What do you? What's on your mind? I feel like you are itching to talk some CFP. Well, I was tweeting a lot about you know it's it's the rare opportunity where I'm watching college football and it has my undivided attention. There's no, you know, just here at this hotel by myself. So oh. it was New Year's Eve. I watched the semifinal. I right. watched. I mean, I've watched almost all of the bowl games. You know, I'm not not. I mean, <laughs> but enough to understand. Like, I've watched 47 bowl games. I've watched every bowl game there is. 
Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So was your hotel? Did you get your room service game right? What I mean, what was the plan for F double O D for for you? You know, would you? No, how'd you do no, it yesterday? No room service game right here. Um, I took lunch from the post practice. You know, they feed us, uh, you know, some pizza or something after practice. Oh, and I just said, you know what? I'm not going to eat lunch. I just took the pizza, ate the pizza. Ate I took pizza. it back home. Uh, took it back to the hotel and uh, had it last oh, night. So you know, amazing. I, so, look, I got I got four young kids. I'm saving the per diem. You get per diem. I'm not wasting it on food. If smart. they give me free food, I'm going to use that for dinner. That's probably a good idea. And yeah, okay. So you are really lucky. You had a hotel room by yourself watching games. So you are as qualified as an individual as there is to recap and discuss TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. Is that what you're telling me? And all the all 52 other bowl games as well. But we don't got time to get in all 52 bowl games. That's true. Um, the college football playoff watched it uh, yesterday. We're recording this Sunday afternoon. And it was, uh, I mean, frankly, disappointing for the Big Ten. I don't know how else you could yeah. uh, describe it. The officiating in the TCU, Michigan game. You know, it's frankly, uh, it was an SEC officiating crew. The game moved too fast for them. It's pretty clear. You know, they're not used to that. Not used to that speed of the game. Right. Which is a little too much for them. So that was unfortunate. Was see. it true that a Michigan linebacker didn't know what conference TCU played in? Was that a real? I thought I heard yeah, Cowherd mention he, something about that. Yes, that had happened. Uh, that did happen. And But the thing you learn about, like we talked to Big Ten uh, players at Big Ten Media Days, and you'd be surprised to know, and even high, high school prospects, how little they know about conference alignment, like who's in what league, what's going on. They're just like, where am I playing? What's my brand? What's the snap count? Let's just go. Like we, we pay so much more attention to that. So when they go TCU, they're in the big 12, right? They don't watch college football. Like they watch right. game film and they play video games. They go to the class, they read their books and they study their film. Well, th think about it from even th think about it from. So you're a regular Husker fan who maybe tailgates all Saturday and then goes to the Husker game and then goes home. How close are you watching all the other games that are happening on a Saturday? Now, times that by a hundred, and that's what's going on with these players. Like, outside of their one bye week, and maybe like a if they have an early 11 a.m. game or noon game and they get to watch a game at night, they're not watching these games. And so... Yeah, I, I mean, it's not it's not too terribly surprising that that a player would not be totally up to speed on everything else that's going on. I just thought that was that was interesting, especially considering how the game unfolded then afterwards as well. That's true. Yeah, that's true. What do they play in the Big Twelve? Yeah, well, they're gonna have a tough time with us. Oh, really? How about that three three five? How'd that go for you? I mean, we talked we talked about that. Yes, you know, a few weeks ago. If you want to know how the three three five is gonna go, here's a little that? bit of a taste. Look, there were a lot of big plays. I don't think there's any conclusions you can draw from it. But, you know, a team that runs the 3-3-5 is playing for a national champion. It is pretty amazing to think, though, there was a moment last night where the to go on Michael Scott, the turntables were about to turn, where Michigan had gotten, for a month, Michigan and Harbaugh were king. Ryan Day and Ohio State were a, 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 living in a, an outhouse, living in a, I mean, just terrible. And there was a moment last night where Michigan was officially knocked out of the playoff and Ohio State was leading the defending national champs in the semifinals and could have – there was a scenario go, oh, my gosh, Ohio State now might win the national title. And it just – I want everybody to 
I, I really tried to like soak up that moment, and then and we kind of got into this on just how silly teams, teams, coaches, seasons, whatever. Like they're never as bad as we maybe want to make them out to be. They're probably never as good as we want to make them out to be. Like there was a scenario last night where Ohio State is is playing TCU for the national title, and everybody that wrote Ryan Day off and should get fired and all that stuff sounds silly, right? Yeah, it is, it is silly, and they should have – people who are anti-Ryan Day there in Columbus because of what transpired the last couple of days, I don't know if anything last night dissuaded them from that. I mean, because they lost the game and they blew a lead. They had a two-touchdown lead, and they, they blew it late, and the defense was bad again, and so all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, these are – even first-world problems go, those aren't problems we deal with. Right. right? Like those, the things in Ohio State, which is why we posted the poll last week, and we talked about it last week on the show. Is there a world where Ohio State should ever be getting six points, six and a half points? And the, and no, right? They're, they're, the, the the talent is comparable. As long as they didn't, uh, they weren't shaken by the game against Michigan. Then mentally they'd be fine. And they just gave up a ton of big plays, but had an opportunity to win the Brock Bowers, you know, fourth down play the, you know, if CJ Stroud doesn't throw up that prayer and just literally throws it out of the end zone mm -hmm. and doesn't get Marvin Harrison Jr. concussed. I mean, all those little things, you know, if Ryan Day doesn't coach like they're in chip shot field goal territory after CJ Stroud's run, you go, you know, we're talking about something completely different. You're talking about an Ohio State team that goes, hey, uh, we lost to our rival, but look, they're eliminated and we're playing TCU with a with a double digit as a as a favorite to win a national championship. And that's what should have happened. I I really thought Ohio State going into that game was going to win the game because right. I thought they had a decided advantage at quarterback and at the skill positions. It was just a matter of, you know, you're going to stay healthy and can you win the line of scrimmage? They didn't last night. Either of those things. You, you're the, the thing you mentioned that that was the most like what is what's going on was after C.J. Stroud's run. I mean, they thought either either Ryan Day thought he had Adam Vinatieri in his prime, <laughs> or he, like you said, he thought he was Stroud got it down inside the five. Like this thing was going to be like an extra point. It was a fifty yarder. Now is Ruggles? Is he a really good kicker? Shame on me for not knowing. But like, he's is okay. That he's okay. But uh, 50, 45 or more, he's he's missed a bunch. Like he, there wasn't. He, he's he's good. You know, in the games in the regular season. But in a moment like that, I mean, I, I felt confident that he'd make the kick until they called a timeout. And you looked at his face like, oh, boy, this. Yeah, kid, this ain't looking good. You just feel terrible for him. He, you know, an Ohio State offense, it's first down. You've got you're in you're at the 30 ish uh, and you've got two timeouts. You shouldn't have to kick a 50 yarder with how you've been moving no, the football. And no. And then in the previous drive, it's second down or two drives previous. It was second down and five. And you take a 12-yard sack because you're trying to get cute on a screenplay. It's like, just get positive yards, and you're going to get a first down. You'll get a touchdown. You'll go up two scores instead of up six, and you've got a chance to win that game. I don't, I'm don't. i not an Ohio State fan, but I'm certainly a Big Ten fan. And yeah, me too. It's odd being in a in a spot where you're actually rooting for Ohio State. Oh, I was definitely rooting for Ohio State. A little State. engine that could, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, uh, yeah, I was without a doubt rooting for Ohio State last night, and so I was just puzzled at, at how – once C.J. Stroud makes the incredible run, just just how all that unfolded, uh, you know, and then everybody, the low-hanging fruit thing was, you know, flashbacks to 93 and Byron Bennett wide left against Florida State. I mean, that was that that was 
almost a carbon copy of what I Could mean, you imagine if they if they showed that last night and you're like <laughs> right. Nebraska's like, leave us out of it. Hey, oh god, we can't help we can't help but catch stray, a stray bullet, <laughs> even in the even in the semifinal game. That has nothing yeah, to do with played us. Played in one of these in twenty Sheesh. years. By the way, also speaking of like, apparently I'm here to like defend the people that have like, I always, and I think you and I got into this a little bit. I certainly understand, understood in the middle of the season with how atrocious Iowa's offense was and the, the Kirk Ferentz, Brian Ferentz thing. But like, I mean, they still, they go, they, they, Iowa finishes eight and five. Iowa shuts out Kentucky in their bowl game. Like, I, I just I, I found the I found that the sky is falling. Kirk Ferentz, the game has passed Kirk Ferentz by. He's the worst coach in the world. Iowa football is done. I know they lost to Nebraska at the end of the year. I get all that stuff, but like, I mean, they they won eight games. They they emphatically dominated an SEC team in their bowl game and everybody told everybody told me all year that Iowa was a joke and I'm like okay I mean and I don't I mean it, listen look at me I'm like an Iowa defender right now but I just I don't know just kind of silly well it's one of those things that you can either look at one of two ways you're like yeah you won it 21 nothing I'm watching that game yesterday I was 0 of 11 on, on third down <laughs> they barely cracked 200 yards of total offense they were awful offensively yet you have a defense like that that is able to get a couple of pick sixes um you know that's going to cover up a lot of things i mean yeah. i mean it it's, it's, i mean there's it was the opt out bowl but yeah i'm with you like you take what you can get but man you get some sort of average offense it's like 09 nebraska yeah for sure for sure you i know, just think, i just think it's funny offense and you win 10 games you know as we're just kind of like the theme of like you know you never as good or as bad as what people want to make you out to yeah. be but I mean, I'm certainly, I mean, <laughs> Iowa's offense was, I mean, that, that was, that's as bad as it, as an offense can, at that level of football, that's as bad as it can, it, it can look, but they won eight games. They won yeah. a bowl game. Like for, for the skies falling, this team's a joke, kind of a season, it's, you know, beat Purdue 24, three beat Wisconsin 24, 10, you know, like, I don't know. And it's like it's like Alabama with first world problems. Like ah, oh, eleven wins or more for twelve straight years. This program's in shambles. <laughs> like, it's amazing what they. And if any other program accomplished that, be like, hey, wow, this is awesome. Here, it's like, yeah, but you missed the playoff. Isn't like, that you crazy? The most exclusive four team playoff in the history of football. It's it like, it eh. is crazy. It. But okay, so as we if if you had to sound the alarms, Clemson football. Are you like? I mean, how do you feel about Clemson football today? You wake up, you're a Clemson fan. You're Jacob York. You are a former intern of the Chicken Nick show. How is Jacob? How do you imagine Jacob is feeling today about Clemson football? Uh, I think he's still an imposter, not really a Clemson fan. But um, <laughs> Okay. No, I, I, I think you're feeling fine. But again, it's like the... You've had so much success in the past where a 10-win season like last year's 10-win season is a disappointment. You're just measured at, by your greatest moments. Yeah, right. Or you just you're become a victim of your, your own most... greatness. You become – it. it's what happens. You're a victim of your own success. And so if you're Clemson, you're like, well, Kate Klubnik, it feels like, you know, they're going to be fine. Their defensive front is fine. 
Uh, they just need some wide receivers. You know, they just need some NFL wide receivers. You know, it's like that's yeah. really the only thing they were missing this year. And so, yeah, it's I think if you're if you're actually paying attention to it, it's OK. It's more about, well, what's the gap look like with Florida State and Miami? Miami had a bad season, yet they're putting together a top five class. Mm-hmm. Florida State had a 10 win season. They're on their way up under Mike Norvell. And so. You also have to look around and go, okay, are we plateauing? And is everyone getting better? Uh, because that's not a great spot to be in either. Because that's what it feels great. like. Without someone that uh, – you you watch 10 times more college football than I do. I mean, I really watch the Big Ten West and Nebraska <laughs> and, you know, a, a, a big game here or right. there. Um, but it, that, that's what it – from the outside looking in, that's what it feels like. It feels like I mean, Clemson plateaued. like three or four field goals in that game. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, th- right. there's just a lot of things where – you had a freshman quarterback, and he looked like a freshman quarterback, but he also looked like a really good quarterback. So I think those are problems that any program would like to have, but maybe if you're a Clemson fan, you have mixed emotions about it. But getting back to uh, Alabama, I know people love to hear about Alabama here on this pod. Uh-huh. Did you hear the post-game uh, celebration at the podium? No. So I'm watching this thing, and – you had a guy up there who could not, you had three different people up there to say congratulations to Alabama after they won the Sugar Bowl. And it, you could just tell if they were motivated, they were going to hammer Kansas State. Okay. It wasn't going to be close. Yeah. Every position, every player is better. Okay. And then they get up there afterwards and Luganville's on the stage and you have to have the people do their thing and say congratulations to Alabama. So you had this. The winner and champion of the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. I want to congratulate the winning team, Alabama Crimson Tide, and the great coach, Nick Saban. Okay. All right, so okay. he goes with the, you know, remember the Alabo, you know. <laughs> Alabo. Big disaster. Okay. And then he had another chance. He came back and said, you know what, I'm going to make this right. Okay. I'm going to make this right, and I'm going to do it right. This was his second opportunity. The players, the university, and all the great fans that have come here to share in this moment with the winning team, Alabama Crimson Tide, and the great city of New Orleans. Okay. All right. Good. Alabo. So he's Alabo twice. Alabo. Alabo. Okay, Alabo twice. Oh, boy. And then there was another person up there who had an even better time. Oh, no. Listen to this. And he punched State Sugar Bowl to coach Nick Saban and the Alabanza Crimson Tide. Alabanza. Alabanza? All State Sugar Bowl to coach Nick Saban and the Alabanza Crimson Tide. Alabanza. So I saw Luganville. Because Tom Luganville flies from New Orleans to here in Orlando. <laughs> and I go, how is that? He goes, do you see those guys afterwards? They were all hammered. Uh, that's what that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. A little too much sugar. A little too much little... sugar bowl festivities for him. But um, yeah, so Alabama's not going anywhere. Alabama's a crimson tide or the Alabama uh, Alabo, whatever they said. They're not going anywhere either. Neither of those I programs really... are are they're I just want to say that Alabama's is back and you stay. 
Alabama's back, and we're here to stay. We're not going anywhere. Nope. Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's Thank good. You. That is that is really really good. What uh, what other highlights from your bowl game watching experience? Are you ever? Or have we all learned our lesson on do not ever touch Steve Sarkeesian and tell him to back up a little bit? Boy, I'm telling <laughs> you something. Have you seen that video of Steve Sarkeesian, where the guy's walking out? He and his team are walking out. This guy who says, hey, we've got to wait for the entrance, puts his hands on Steve Sarkeesian's chest and then leaves them there on his chest. And then Sarkeesian just absolutely oh. flips. Absolutely flips out. I, it would get your effing get hands your, yeah. off me. Don't ever effing touch me. Like it, it was, man. And I, it's like, come on, Sark. Come on, dog. Like, it wasn't even like he shoved. It wasn't like this guy got like, you know, he, he, I wouldn't, I would say he put his hands on him, but it wasn't like, you know, the, cause when you hear that term, like, oh, he put his hands on him, like it was like forceful or disrespectful. And it was just like, he's the, he's the guy that has to get the word, like, okay, you can go. We all know that I mean, he's just doing his job. And I was like, oh my God, buddy. Just doing his job. And Steve Sarkeesian blows a gasket. Yeah. It was, it was so embarrassing. And yeah. what, it's like if you're another coach, you just use that and go, you want your son playing for this? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. You like the, the game hasn't even started. You know what? You know what my reaction was to Steve Sarkeesian was he's going to love the SEC. <laughs> he's going to do just fine. You know what? No I, pressure there. At no all. The I, game hasn't even started. You're flipping out. on. People. I look forward to, you know, what my favorite underrated thing about the SEC are this are the state troopers in the in the cowboy hats that get to escort <laughs> you after the game. I want I want one of those. Tough ass Tennessee Knoxville Tennessee State Troopers to put his hands on Sark and Sark have that same energy for Mister Flatbill twenty years Sergeant I'll kick your face in Sark isn't gonna get all buck with that guy that was great um, yeah other bowl game things now nah, just the, the playoff and the you know Mike Loxley wearing the big noggin hat trying to protect himself from the mayo I thought that was that was good. Week. And has anyone commented on how the mayo is like liquid? Yeah, that's not like the that's, type of mayo I'm not around. Mayo. No, like that I don't is, know what that is. That is liquid porridge. I don't know what they're doing to make that like that. But my mayo doesn't come out of that like a, no, like ketchup. Maybe like maybe I'm so. got maybe they're they're getting different mayo than I'm getting. There's no question about that. But I will tell you that uh, we have. Uh, so I'm going to be doing the um, the Under Armour All America game. We have got the announcements coming up okay. on Tuesday. And uh, there are going to be four players announcing at the game where they're going. And I believe that it's going to be a very good Under Armour game for Nebraska. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, go on. Uh, there are two players with Nebraska as their finalists, and I'm not reporting this. Right. I'm not. You know, I'm just saying ear to the ground, things you read, things you hear mm -hmm. that uh, I think I think a couple of kids are going to put on Husker hats. there wow. with me on the couch. Wow. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I mean. So there are let's see. Uh, we've got uh, Cam Lenhart, who is a former Nebraska commit decommitted. How dare you? He's a uh, <laughs> he's a four four star defensive end out of IMG Academy. Oh, he recently like to took another visit. It, does he happen to like Big Mac sacks? Big Mac sacks. I don't know if he likes Big Mac sacks. To be honest with you, um, I'm gonna have to check with him. You know, that'll be it. 
congratulations, Cam. You've recommitted to Nebraska. And uh, Matt Rule, your thoughts on Big Mac Sacks? Like, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, huh? Okay, but we got it. Okay, D end. Who else you got? And uh, position of a need. corner from Ooh. Georgia, Ethan Nation. Ethan Nation could be playing for Husker Nation. He could lead the nation. Yes. Lead the nation in Big Mac Sacks. Yes, he could. Big Mac Sack. He's a corner. Okay. Uh, he's got Nebraska on the list. He and his mom visited Lincoln back in uh, just a few weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Uh, had a great visit. I so like that you could have a couple of kids here putting on the Husker hat. What? Here. Uh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. We won't know till Tuesday. Right. But, things uh, can change. As we know, these things change like in an instant, you know, but they do. So oh, it's, that's, but that's a sign of things like this is going to be a top 25 class. Right. Matt Rule coming right. in, doing his thing and getting a lot of chicken wings. That's and that's the most important thing. OK, you know, because certainly, I mean, a freshman DN is not going to come in and probably wreck shop. I mean, shoot, you never know. But I mean, Nebraska lost. I think the uh, technical way to put it is they lost everybody on their D line, including O'Shawn Mathis. So R.I.P. Mathis got sacks. That could never be proven to be true at this point, you know. Maybe we'll go on and have an illustrious sack-filled NFL career where we can continue to play that song. Uh, Garrett Nelson uh, bidding everyone a Freddie adieu. Uh, Jason Peter likey. Did, did you see some of Jason's tweets? Just Jason Peter had, like, uh, I think I just saw another pop up. He's down to 128 tweets in the thread uh, as a salute to Garrett Nelson. I'm not mistaken. Let me look this up. Is his profile pick? I think his profile pick is one Garrett Nelson holding the Heroes Trophy. I mean, wow! At this point, I mean, <laughs> Jason Peter and Garrett Nelson are going to get married on top of a mountain. Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. I mean, gee, I mean, his, some of his tweets were just gushing. Although he did, I mean, does he have his does, is his math wrong on one of the things he 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 talked about? Talking about how he, I'd tell Nelly he was born twenty years too late because he could have fit in right with our teams in the nineties, and I would have loved seeing him standing right next to me in the huddle. It's like, well, actually, probably more like thirty years, Jason. <laughs> Unfortunate, but yeah, Garrett Nelson, he he's gone. Colton Feist is gone. Feast is gone. Like they they lost their entire D line. Not good. Yeah, not good, Bob. Um, but um, you know, you lose a lot of players on a team that didn't go bowling. I mean, is Matt Rule throwing a pity party about it? I don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's what happens. I don't know. I know. Kind of weird. Uh, what else you got? Happy New Year. Yeah. Didn't uh, did not see. Uh, I guess did. I did see midnight, but it was only because I stayed up because of the of the of the Ohio of the Ohio State game, but had no intentions of seeing midnight. But yeah, happy New Year to you, Mister Orlando, by yourself in a hotel, man. This is kind of how it is. Like it's really sad. Like on Facebook, memories will pop up. Like here's where you were two years ago. Same place, same right, same city. By yourself, watch like fireworks it was cool during the playoff i could hear fireworks outside you're in orlando you can hear epcot from you know down the street you can hear the fireworks go off but then the fi- a fire alarm went off at 2 30 in the morning i saw you tweet that i forgot about that yeah what was did, yeah. did you get your evacuation game right 
no i is this bad like it goes off and i'm like just shut it off so i can go back to sleep like, it, the chances of of a fire happening either on my floor or in this building and it comes up to floor 10 and i'm done like would i rather get a good night's sleep or die give me a good night's sleep you know beauty sleep or eternal rest give me the beauty sleep i'm totally with it's it is sad how much i never believe a fire alarm just never i will never when the fire alarm goes off i never buy into it i'm like yeah right there was only the there was one time actually in charlotte this was like during the in the heart of the pandemic when i was having to call games out of the fox studios there that we actually had to evacuate because they were investigating the cause of it. And so I was I was standing outside at like three in the morning in Charlotte of a hotel because of a fire alarm. But that was when they literally went over the, the loudspeaker and told everyone they had to leave. And it was like, uh, are you sure? Because I'll take my chances because getting out of bed sounds really, really like a lot of work right now. I, I had that one time in the uh, Bristol hotel and, and i go downstairs and there's jordan cornett and i in our pajamas like hey brother how are hey you? how's it going <laughs> nice jams how you doing buddy good to, good to see you nice uh polka dots there the ridiculous we're in there so yeah the fire alarm went off 2 30 in the morning was up for a while stayed home uh stayed in the hotel finally got to sleep did a little uh little uh practice stuff here at the under armor stuff it's funny you get to sit down and, and have an interview with kevin plank who founded under armor and you're talking right. to him you know and it's it's amazing to think about you know the the money that he makes and the things that he's done and then you know who walked by the set was uh dwight gooden who played for the mets yeah and i look at him and he looks at me and he smiles he points thumbs up i'm like hey like big fan growing up and he's there because his son dylan gooden is uh gonna play for maryland and he's out here at Under Armour week, I'm like, man, I used to root for you, and now oh, I'm yeah. covering your son. Man, I'm old. There was a video. There was a video my brother and I used to watch all the time. It was like a highlight video movie thing about the '86 Mets. So, like, yeah, that whole squad. I was all in on those dudes. But why did okay Dwight Gooden he he gave you a thumbs up because you two had met before, or he, no? You, like, okay. I think he just we were on the set, right? You were so Mister. He, Impo- he deemed s- you an important enough person that I he needs to get the Dwight Gooden. Thumbs up and nod. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, it's better than the Dwight Schrute shun. Yes. You know, yes. The Dwight Gooden thumbs up and the smile. And I said, hey, big fan, Grump. He's like, and he and his wife are like, hey, thanks for covering our son. You know, appreciate the coverage. Which, okay. Like, you know, you're welcome. I'm fully responsible for all this. Put this on a poll. Would you rather receive a Dwight Gooden thumbs up or a Pete Rose? Ah, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. I mean, who got the better <laughs> legendary baseball player? Interaction. It's a great question. <laughs> you know how to hold a bat? You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. He didn't get it. He didn't no. get it. Everybody's a little nervous. No, that's right. What would you rather? What would you what rather, would you rather have? get? That's a great question. What would you rather? Well, what interaction would you have rather had? Would you rather be Schick with Dwight Gooden or Nick with Pete Rose? Yeah, that's great. Very debatable. Great. I'll do that. Speaking of, that's a great transition to the polls. Um, we had some we had some really good polls. Our polls are brought to you by Erin Schumacher. Sets the gold standard in real estate. She's a uh, a former high school teacher and soccer coach. Began a real estate career in 2007. 
and uh, she specializes in every city you can think of in the Omaha and surrounding area. So please give her a call. Give her a text, 402-714-5539. 402-714-5539. Call her for all of your real estate needs. Aaron Schumacher with Nebraska Realty. All right. You looking at the... You looking at the polls? We had some good ones this week. I'm, I like I'm no, I guess I, I so I go to our our Twitter page and I'm looking at the picture that Severe tweeted out of, of us in our matching polos. We used to have a big problem with that because we would get you know we'd get swag at different events we'd go to and it would be unfortunate because I know it got to be a thing where we would be nervous like God is shit gonna wear this today? It's been a few days since it's been a week or so. I know we wore it like last Thursday. And we would always be, we would show up in the same shirt at times. Look at us. Remember, do you remember at the, uh, at the live show that we did yeah. over the summer in the promo shoot, the picture they used for the promote the event, you and I wore the same, same exact stuff at the event itself. We, we need a wardrobe sponsor just to give right. us a little more gear to wear. If you want to sponsor us with wardrobe or money or coupons or whatever, whatever, laugh, laugh at chickennick.com, <laughs> laugh at chickennick.com. Okay, what we got here? Let's look at these polls. All right, here we go. Are you disappointed when Trev does not use the word proud in his tweets congratulating Husker teams? 88% said yes. <laughs> okay, I like that. I he voted he tweeted out about the, uh, the men's basketball win uh, over Iowa. Mm-hmm. Didn't so proud. Didn't say I'm so proud of you. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you, and I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Uh, do you want the Twitter poll questions to be posted while we're recording the pod, or after you've had a chance to listen to the pod? Seventy-two percent said after it's posted. Okay, after it's posted. Okay. okay. We're, see, we're just we're we're here to serve you. We want to know. Better Christmas movie, Home Alone or It's a Wonderful Life? 75% said Home Alone. Hmm. I mean, I would probably vote that way, but it's just so different. I mean, it's your I mean, it's apples and oranges, you know. It is. Could Home Alone be made today? 71% said no. <laughs> There's a third one of hell no. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work at all, you know? <laughs> Do you believe Matt Rule when he told Schick that the Undertaker GIF was in response to Jeff Sims committing to Nebraska? Eighty-two <laughs> percent said no. no. Wow. Do you like Matt Rule more each time he speaks? Ninety percent said yes. I voted yes. I love him. Whenever he talks, I'm going to marry him. If his name is Donovan Rogers instead of Donovan Rayola, is he the offensive line coach at Nebraska? 78% said no. I really enjoyed that tweet. Just if people didn't know what anything about anything, and they saw that, that poll, they'd be like, what? <laughs> Does Dylan Rayola feel inevitable? 67% said yes. Those, the 32%, they, just, they, they don't want to jinx it. That's what I think. True. True. Is there ever a situation where Ohio State should be getting six points? 57% said no. Okay. You were correct. You are correct. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. <laughs> uh, are, are you done with Christmas music after December 25th? 83% said yes. That was the most responded to poll. I know I am. I'm done with all things Christmas on December 26th. And is this a Twitter poll? 71% said yes. I mean, Read it again. It's not meant to be, Matt. 
It isn't. It's not meant to be. So we're, we're not going to get a 100%. I'll, I'll post that. Will we ever get a 100%? I think uh, it would have to be like Nebraska wins a national title, and we just would have to tweet something as simple as, did Nebraska win the national title? <laughs> and even then, who knows? See if people agree with the facts of things that they saw. Maybe they wouldn't agree. It. No, I don't believe it. Ah, I'm not sure. Anything else? I mean, not really. It's a, you know. How about, whoa, I just saw this from J- Jacob York, our former intern. He, he just tweeted 15 hours ago. So this is last night, okay. New Year's Eve. <laughs> he goes, if you like fireworks to celebrate the new year, you're an a-hole. Oh, my <laughs> God. Wow. Jeez, Jacob. Jacob. Do we do we need to disown Jacob? Um, I mean, that's it's... what do you, Jacob? Should we disown you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will yeah. say, I will say, I felt like I heard more fireworks than than normal last night. But I mean, I wouldn't go as far to go the a hole route like Jacob did. <laughs> Jacob, you stepping over the line? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jacob. Go. Um, I just saw this from uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, they lost, and he's under the impression that they couldn't be eliminated from the playoffs on Sunday, uh, de- even depending on what other what, anything else happened around the league. Uh, listen to this question. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Can you imagine? Hey, uh, Coach Rule, if you guys, depending on what happens today, and you guys don't win the West, um, what's your quarterback plan moving forward? We could be eliminated from the West? Getting paid forty million dollars over the lifetime of a contract that doesn't know what's nothing's happening. more important than like making the play. You know, like there's literally nothing that's more important than that. Like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, eliminated. We can be eliminated today. What happens? Can someone? No one told me about this. I wish I <laughs> was aware. We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Something new every day. Wow! Oh wow! There are there are playoffs in the NFL. There are... <laughs> eliminated. Oh. What, what do you mean by that? Like we wouldn't have a team? <laughs> what do you What are you trying to say? That's pretty good. We stay eliminated. You mean we're gonna get vaporized? We're gonna die? About that. Um, we got the polls. We got. Uh, I think we got about everything we needed there. Is there I, anything else? I, I think that's about all she wrote. I think you're right. I think that's about it. Um, I mean, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy man. New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody. Highlight of the pod, probably the live show. Easy choice, easy to shard. Let's see what happens in 2023. You know what I'm saying, Doug? It was a good year. Appreciate all the uh, listenership, the downloads. For sure. Uh, the downloads continue to grow. Yep. The numbers are continuing to go up and uh appreciate it we uh we we tweeted out you know we retweeted it heard at media put out a highlight video of <laughs> of uh just the moments of the you know and all the different podcasts that they have and ours 
you know, the live show, the live show was so great that not one scene from it was, uh, just didn't make the cut. Just didn't make the cut. And Michael Severe got two clips in there. Two clips. I was, I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. I was. I mean, I love my, the hard part is I'm not even mad because I love Michael too. I'd rather look at two clips of Michael than any of ours. So, (laughs) (laughs) but maybe in 2023, we will out highlight clip Michael. That's our goal. If we out highlight clip Michael, we have, we have a good 2023, but that's a, that's a big if he's very highlightable. Put that on a poll. Will Schick and Nick (laughs) out highlight Michael Severe in the 2023 year end? Highlight video. Um, we need to record a podcast with Michael in bucket seats in a Chevy Equinox. Just like, uh, you know, like there's the bussing with the boys thing. Like we need to right. get into it. A Chevy Equinox. We're in the back seat. We just talk with Michael back there and, you know, and hopefully nobody gets n- naked in the bucket seats. I was going to say, should we get naked? Tyler, what do you think? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick show. Yeah. Yes. To coach Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Through. Alabo. Through. Alabo. Through. And the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.